0: This past Monday, I took a long meditative walk around the grounds of St. Paul's. I savored each one of our gardens in all their splendor. Thanks be to God for the ministry of our lay readers. I paused at each memorial tree to read the names of the beloved departed in whose memory they had been planted. I lingered in the memorial garden to honor those who have been laid to rest there. And I meditated in our courtyard at the statue of St. Francis, also erected in loving memory of a parishioner. And I perused the exhibit in the South Wing Gallery that tells the story of our 175-year history. And as I came back out onto the lawn, I beheld the majestic stone bell tower soaring high above the neighborhood. And in that moment, in a way that was very profound, I felt the weight of St. Paul's legacy. My Monday evening stroll was inspired by these words we just heard from the prophet Isaiah. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the quarry from which you were dug. With these words, Isaiah calls us to remember our history, to remember our ancestors, to remember where we've come from, the rock from which we were hewn and the quarry from which we were dug. Isaiah first spoke these words to the Jewish people living in exile, a people whose present conditions made it very hard to see their future, a people who were most likely convinced that God had forgotten them. Isaiah implores this captive people to hold firm to their faith by looking back to their history, to their ancestors, Abraham and Sarah, that once hopeless, elderly, barren couple who miraculously conceived and became the parents of a great nation. Isaiah wants these weary exiles to discover that their origin story points them to a promise, a promise that they will one day be numerous and prosperous again. To be sure, our situation is not as dire as that of those exiles who are forced to sing the Lord's song upon an alien soil. But we as the wider church are very much like them in one respect. We too long to be numerous and prosperous again. But everywhere we look, we are confronted with a story of dramatic decline a story of decline playing out in mainline churches far and wide for decades, in fact, but greatly accelerated by the pandemic. And there's no denying that although we are strong, we at St. Paul's are still part of this story. To paint the picture in numbers for you, last year we held more than twice as many funerals as we did baptisms. But against this backdrop, we are taking prudent steps. A campaign is well underway to safeguard what our ancestors built. As Jeannie announced several weeks ago when the capital campaign went public, we had already raised more than $4 million and are now even further along toward our goal of $6 million. You could say we are taking the words of Isaiah quite literally, we have looked to the rock from which our community was hewn, and we are working very hard to safeguard that very rock, the rock in whose shelter we gather week after week to be nourished by word and sacrament, to participate in God's mission in the world. There is a different kind of rock, however, that features prominently in our scriptures today. And this rock comes from our gospel passage. According to Jesus, this is the true rock on which his church is built. And in case you missed it, it is not a building. As they are walking in the district of Caesarea Philippi, Jesus confronts his disciples with these arresting questions. Who do people say that I am? And more importantly, Who do you say that I am?" The apostle Peter, God bless him, always the first to speak, gets the answer right for once and offers this confident reply, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And this, Jesus reveals, is the rock on which his church is built. A confession of faith, a personal testimony about Jesus, a declaration of Jesus's identity. This is not to diminish the importance of our buildings, but it does suggest that as we shore up our coffers, as we work to preserve this building, as we strive to build a rock solid financial foundation, we must always keep our focus on the rock of the gospel. Our confession of Jesus as the Messiah and the Son of the living God. All the financial capital in the world will not ensure our future, will not guarantee our flourishing, unless we live daily in the light of this question from the lips of Jesus himself. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am?" We should, each one of us, hear Jesus speaking directly to us this morning with this question. Although we are a community of good students, so we might be tempted to quote a creed or point to a page in the prayer book. But as one writer says, we cannot build our faith lives on hearsay alone. At some point, the question of who Jesus is must become a personal one. Now, truth be told, you do not have to have a perfect answer and be like Peter. We will soon discover, next Sunday in fact, that Peter isn't the A-plus student for very long. Answering Jesus' question is the work of a lifetime. But you have to be willing to live the question, and to answer it for yourself. You have to be willing to encounter Jesus in the words of Holy Scripture, in service to the poor and the oppressed, and by taking his broken body into your hands week after week in the sacrament of the Eucharist. Thanks to the dedicated ministry of those who maintain the St. Paul's archives, the wisdom of our forebears is available to all of us. And as I was combing through those archives this past week, I discovered a sermon delivered many years ago by a former rector on the eve of another capital campaign. And to the faithful who were gathered in this place on that day, he said this. Our vision for St. Paul's is that it would be a parish of seekers. Seekers after the truth of God's love for his creation as perfectly revealed in Jesus Christ. If you are not at that point in your faith, he said, stick around. May God give to us, the faithful gathered on this day, the strength and the courage to continue living into that vision. And may God bless us with the willingness to live Jesus' question, for in seeking to answer it, in seeking to know him, we are sure to find true prosperity. Amen.